and welcome to the South Road Boys. 2021 edition. <laughs> Two o- yes, well, technically, yes. If you are listening to this the day it got released, because you can't listen to it beforehand. Exactly. Um, welcome to 2021. Yeah. I read something. I thought it was very funny yes. and poignant. Oh. Does anyone else feel troubled by the fact that the name of next year is literally 2021? <laughs> Think about that for a moment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually clever. I like that. I wish I'd come up with it. Yeah. I didn't, but that's well, not bad. Well, when they invented the calendar, they kind of invented that like over 22,000 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Futuristic I tell you what, calendar building long, people. That is a fucking long game for a gag. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Only the gods would actually be able to go, ha, I see what you did there. Yeah, well played. Well done. Good on you. Good job. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm all right. You're all right. You know, I mean, for us, it's still a couple of days to the new year. Of course, when I listen to this, it'll be the new year. So we're kind of, we're in that stasis kind of area. We're still Christmassy, but we're not. (laughs) Getting rid of New Year's, but not. not. It's the timey-wimey time of year. (laughs) That's maybe what we could call it. The timey-wimey time of year. Between Christmas, New Year, and a podcast that's done in the past but listened to in the future. We are just so, we're so there, aren't we? Or just not organised enough to be able to record a little bit closer to the actual release <laughs> we're, date. We're like um, Calendar Woke. <laughs> calendar Woke. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so if you are listening to, well, I know you're listening to this because you can hear us. Um, we recorded this in December. We yes. released it in January. Yes. Now, some of you roadies out there will be going, fuck, it's January. Who is the winner of Celebrity Deadpool 2020? And just for the hell of it, we'll play the jingle. Okay, we'll we'll start that. Yeah, do that. Celebrity Deadpool News! Okay, now we've got that (laughs) open, don't we? (laughs) Got to be technical, man. There is no... Celebrity Deadpool news. No. No. There's Which a means we shouldn't of... have really played the jingle. I can't take it back now. Oh, I've already, already done, done it. it. <laughs> Fine. But you're doing it in post. Uh, okay. Tell me why. No, look, you Tell can't me. take it out now because it's going to sound silly because we're talking about something we haven't done. Exactly. <laughs> there's a, there's, you've seen a black cat and you're in the Matrix. That's what's happened. Keep up, people. Come on. Uh, so we um, do not have for you the end of 2020 winner. Of no. Celebrity Deadpool Because officially right now, it's not the end. Exactly. There is The game is still afoot, yes. as they would say. And yes, there is a leader. And yes, I know that leader <laughs> is you. And and there is a couple of couple of deaths in it. There is a couple of deaths so, in it. So uh, we spoke about this earlier. Mm. And I agree. We can't call it at the moment. Even though it's unlikely someone's going yes. to beat you, unless it's me with my fists. Yep. <laughs> it's unlikely someone will beat you. Yes. Uh, there is a possibility that maybe there is like a, a plane crash. Yes. Earthquake. Well, the heap of celebrities going somewhere for a, a New Year's uh, party. Really? Whereabouts on this planet are celebrities going for a New Year's party together? Do you together? think anyone in America really gives a shit? No, not really. Not at the moment. <laughs> but I think probably what we're more likely to have is a catastrophic San Andreas fault happening. Say goodbye to California. <laughs> <laughs> As it gets closer and closer to Hawaii. <laughs> Man, that could mean. So, I mean, imagine... <laughs> This Fingers is, crossed. Look, is this dark? <laughs> I was wrong about my monolith prediction in Iceland. Yes. I'll, I'll claim that. Okay. 
I had a moment. Mm. I had an, an, an epiphany. Mm. I had a, 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 a premonition. Yes. Uh, it didn't come to be. No. Uh, that's fine. You know what? Most of the people that are famous about premonitions, most of the stuff they get is wrong. You only need one occasionally. <laughs> and people go, whoa, he's on to something. So, I don't want to predict that there'll be an earthquake. But imagine, right? <laughs> <laughs> imagine. 2020 ends with the earth deciding, you know what? We're going to put a big crack down here. Fuck. Bit of a hairline. Because from a distance, yes. it's just a hairline. Just a hairline. I mean, from space, you'd hardly even see it. You probably would. For us, it's a bit bigger. <laughs> uh, but if they just rip through a lot of California, yes. the devastation that could cause would be phenomenal. Mm. The death count astronomical would, amazingly enough, Probably surpass COVID. the daily figures of COVID in America. <laughs> Maybe. When the last person to do that flew a plane. There you go. <laughs> so, still too early to kind of. Bit, yeah, right. Anyway, right. I'm building on it. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> so, um, but I'm just thinking for us, yes. there'd be a lot of death in that. Possibly a lot of people on our lists. The admin involved in working all that out, it's going to be really awkward. Especially. And painful and long and. I just don't know whether Daryl's up for it. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I actually had a moment there where I realised I'm now grateful in the catastrophic San Andreas fault of it all that we changed the rules for 2020. Because if we were going from 2019 rules, Mm -hmm. it would actually be time of death. You know, who gets the point first and who died first and oh. who was born first and all that. Yeah, it's true. But we changed the rules for we 2020. Did. It is how old were you at the time of death? Yep. What is the average age of your deaths? Hmm. So they can all fucking die together. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't affect the outcome. All we well, have to it do affect, is... It will affect it if people have more deaths than you. Tr- yeah. Yeah. But the count back's a lot easier than having to work out, oh, well, they lived at... This proximity to the fault, so they died first, and then that person was three miles away, and they would have died later, and blah blah blah. It's just like we'll just give them all the same death day, and yeah, then okay. work yep. out the average age. All cool. we're going to have to do is perhaps wait, maybe an extra week till all the bodies. Well, there'll be are a found. lot of missing people. Yeah, we've got to wait for all the bodies to and be I'll found. And I'll be thinking, okay, Joe's now on fourteen deaths. Yes. Um, <sighs> Ray in Sydney. Yeah, Billy is Ray on, Cyrus. He's on 12. Yes. But there's three people on his list that are dedicated as missing in the news. And <laughs> or, I'm just worse, like, find them. Find them. <laughs> find them dead. Thoughts and prayers, <laughs> but find them. <laughs> but find them dead. Find them dead. Because I want Joe to lose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't wish death upon anyone. No. Unless it means that you're going to lose. <laughs> it w- Okay. We, yeah, fair enough. All we just have to hope for is maybe that none of mine do die. Mm. And then, you know, at least five of somebody else's does. Yeah. So, look, uh, the results aren't in yet. No. But But they will be in the new year. Yes. Mm. So, we are looking to be able to tell you who is the winner of Celebrity Deadpool. 2020. 2020. I'm hoping before America swears in its new president. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> What's is that? The like the 21st of Jan or something? 20th of January. 20th of January. Okay. So I think we might be able to have numbers tabulated by the 11th. Yes. Sometime ish, maybe. Yeah. So um, look, Daryl's on it. Yes. It does take him a little while. 
Oh, the socks and shoes have to come off when you get above 10. But can I just just say, though, for everyone who has taken part in Celebrity Deadpool 2020. Yes. um, When COVID started, Mm. we were concerned that this might be an avalanche of deaths. Oh, and not something that we could celebrate. Um, And it was going to make it actually a little bit tough. Because, yeah, we have a little bit of fun with this, but... At the end of the day, we don't get there and go, oh, they're dead. <laughs> Brilliant. We actually no. just celebrate their life. Absolutely. Because those people in what we thought were going to die anyway. Yeah. Well, we all are. We all okay, <laughs> Yes. But we <laughs> didn't want it to be from a pandemic. No. So we didn't have to worry about that, which was great. But mm-hmm. I would like to say that we still had, by the time we had our um, our changeover in July, mm, which trade we had uh, trade week, changed a few names around. We ended up with over 400 names on the spreadsheet. I mean, it's just insane. That's it's it's out of control. You people are fucking sick. Sickos. <laughs> you need to take a good look at yourself. Uh, and we had over 30 people playing yep. with themselves because they're so excited about the death. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you, everyone, for playing. We'll be back. Mm. We will have a look at the rules again and change <laughs> it up and see what we can do. Argue you, vehemently. You don't want to leave it the same all the time. Mm. It's so different every year with AFL. Make just a few rules, move it around, so the competition is more fun for the people watching and playing. We could, we could do something like one. You just have to pick one name, <laughs> one name, one name, and whoever gets it first wins. That's it. <laughs> Job done. Wow. Then all of a sudden, rule number two, which says you can't actively contribute to the death of a celebrity, then becomes a little bit problematic. <laughs> imagine if you actually you only had have to a, kill one. Imagine if I you mean, had to pick, say, thirty names, right? Yeah. And you lost the point every time someone died. <laughs> oh, no, because then you just no, no, then you just pick teenagers. Yeah, but you know. From good families. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so look, it will be back, but um, thanks everyone for playing. It's mm. been fun. A little bit of fun between everyone posting celebrity deaths on our Facebook page. Not everyone's on that because it was only for people who were playing. Yes. Uh, that's been a bit of fun as well. It has. And there have been a lot of names that came up they that have, were not on the list. Mm, yeah, it's been a big year. There's a lot of people who on who are on that part of that group who I believe are a little bit morbid because <laughs> they are posting like photos of people who have just about to die. <laughs> like, hasn't been declared yet. Yeah, hasn't been declared officially yet. Like this celebrity is about to yeah. die in 15 minutes. Well, so it's pretty well done, but they've done a Trump yeah. and they've tried to reverse it yeah, like exactly. at the last minute. They're not quite dead. Yeah. We can just keep my life as long as we can. <laughs> and but a lot um, of that's been dash cam footage. <laughs> <laughs> this person's about to die. Anyway. So, yeah, look, we'll have the results on that one soon, so I know there's a few people eagerly awaiting that. Yes. Now, Mr. Barnes, as part of what you just said, mm-hmm. with your predictions, mm-hmm. you predicted a monolith. In Iceland. In Iceland. Mm. Did you predict the Christmas Day monolith in San Francisco? No, I wouldn't know about that one. There has been a new monolith. Oh, is, this Monol- a, is this a monolith proper monolith? News. Monolith news. Monolith news. A new monolith. Monolithic news. Monolithic. There you go. Mm. A mysterious gingerbread monolith appears oh, Jesus. in San Francisco. Looks like a great spot to get baked, said the city's park director, <laughs> who plans to leave the structure up at least for a while. It could have even been aliens or elves. There was no immediate explanation for the seven-foot-tall gingerbread monolith that mysteriously appeared in San Francisco Park. It's not clear how edible the structure was, but witnesses reported the texture and smell of the monolith panels seemed to be the real thing, and it was decorated with frosting. <laughs> Look, Joe, this one sounds a bit dodgy. 
This doesn't I'm sound like at, a, I'm an looking alien at photos. race or anything. Well, maybe Santa. Since <laughs> Some people may say that he's got alien-like qualities. <laughs> well, this is true. To be in so many places at once. Correct. Getting around so the whole much. world. Who knows what he's leaving? Basically, he's... Um, did you know... Oh, there is a rumour yes. that Santa is actually the Flash. Oh, fuck. I love that. Mm. That way he can he's just Barry move Allen. at such a, a quick speed. Yeah. But he does it all in splinters of a second. Flashpoint. And covers everything over. Yeah, it's done. Barry Allen is Santa Claus. And that's why he needs a year just to rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to get the energy levels just back. To get, just to rejuvenate. I like it. Yeah, because way back, I mean, if you go back a few hundred years, there were two Christmases every year. Yeah, exactly. One in ju- <laughs> Yeah, and as he's got now, it's like, can't do this anymore. Oh, I've only got enough energy it. for one go. One go. Yep. Well, no, the rest of the year, he's busy fucking making toys. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah, because, I mean, the wages for the elves are too high now. Exactly. <laughs> just about a the unions got biscuits. involved and they got RDOs. And- I'm like, elves, you can all fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you cost too much. You're only a foot and a half tall and you're trying to get a full adult wage. You can fuck right off. <laughs> Mrs. Claus, get your shit together, come in here. Make some toys, bitch. <laughs> and then she left. Makes <laughs> Very after yep. she beat him. Yep. She's been having an affair with one of the elves for a while, apparently. <laughs> yes. And um, so she's left Santa. So Santa's Well, you know what? She, she picked, the, she picked that, uh, that caper up from a good friend of hers. Uh, Snow White. <laughs> she had a thing with dwarves. <laughs> red, red, for her, that was her Fifty Shades. There's nothing wrong with liking little people. No, nothing. You know, absolutely nothing. Not at all. Especially multiple little peoples. <laughs> There's even a whole varied area of porn for it. Really? There is. That doesn't surprise Not that me. I've watched it. Not that you would have. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, basically, there is a uh, monolith left up there in San Francisco, and they were just going to, um, what did they say? Looks like I'm a great sus. spot to get baked. We'll leave it up until the cookie crumbles. That's good. Oh. The only thing is, I see my brain at the start of that goes, so what, you go there and smoke a doobie? Or- <laughs> yeah. Well, it's in California. Well, you can. Where it's legally. Legal. And if you get the munchies, there's a monolith. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> the oh, monolith no. is getting smaller every, every day, day in California. <laughs> and there's just this plume of smoke hazing around the top of the monolith. <laughs> People in San Francisco goes... Where is the monolith? Follow the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't see it now because it probably won't be there in a week. <laughs> no, 20 minutes. Yep. Uh, so so speaking you... of aliens, though, that actually blends me on something that I saw this week. You saw aliens? I wish. I really do. Do you? Yeah. Why? I mean, it would destroy the rest of your life, to be honest, if you did. Well, you'd be probed up the wazo probably <laughs> to start off with, but, I mean, you know. Let's, not, let's not talk time. about the positives. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about the negatives. There's the upside. <laughs> but if you actually did know that there was alien civilizations, it would change how you look at everything in life. Mm. Like all the things you think are important suddenly wouldn't be as important because there's so much more. It would change your perspective on everything. Imagine going to work knowing there's aliens out there. Yeah, like you go to work to work in Woolies, mm. you know, and you're there on a checkout and nothing wrong with this job because I tell you what, I wouldn't get my groceries if there wasn't someone on a checkout. Correct. And I used to be one that came up way back yep. in the day. Um, to be blunt, they do a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Not for eight hours. <laughs> no. no. Um, but 20 minutes, maybe if you knew there was alien civilizations and all this other stuff actually out there mm-hmm. for reals, how hard would it be to just go to work, just a normal eight to five job and just like, ah, oh, why am I doing this when there's that? When there's aliens. Yes. And what the fuck do they want? <laughs> exactly. So, but here's the thing. Yes. 
There was a study done. Of course. I, I love a good study. Was it by the Flat Earth community? No, it wasn't. It was actually... Um, Alien Appreciation Society? I believe it was somewhere within NASA that actually did it. Oh. Um, but what they've done... So what they're saying is a new study suggests that alien civilizations... Oh, suggests. Well, suggests that alien civilizations destroy themselves mm. through over-progress. Oh, right. Which is meaning a galaxy could actually be full of dead alien civilizations, which is why we haven't met them yet. How the fuck do you come up? How, how do you get paid yes. to completely hypothesize <laughs> something Could- where the, there'll be no facts to back that up? Well, nothing could back that up other than the fact that we haven't met them yet. <laughs> well, no. I, I disagree that there's I'll nothing to back this up, Troy. Give it to me, Joe. Three sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Three words for you, Troy. Man of steel. Who is often known as Superman. Correct. Yep. Remember the movie Man of Steel? Mm-hmm. And uh, Russell Crowe was his dad? Yes, that's right. And why did his dad have to fling Kal-El to the other end of the galaxy? What happened to Krypton? Well, blew up. Why did it blow up? Because they had a bit of progress. Had a fucking shit ton of progress. Okay, so what they and they consumed more of the resources of the planet Krypton than their civilization could, like than the the planet could actually cope with, and it imploded. They extinctified themselves. Extinctified. <laughs> they oh. extinctified themselves. Oh, please make that the podcast title this extinctified. week. Extinctified. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. New words. Come and see us. So for that. basically, you've got. Space nerds reading comic books and getting paid for it, watching some superhero movies, and someone says, Oi, you lot, <laughs> what's your fucking theory on aliens? And, and some, they've gone, we've got to think about the Superman paradox. Exactly. <laughs> and and Daryl, the work experience kid's going, do you reckon they've seen Man of Steel? <laughs> <laughs> it's got Russell Crowe in it. It's no. got Russell Crowe in it. I love it. That's brilliant. And so they've just basically given you the first half an hour of Man of Steel. That the whole reason they're extinctified is because they used too much of the resources of the planet Krypton and it blew up. Look, it's a fair theory based on a comic. I just love well, it. Well, may- maybe Man of Steel was a documentary. But I mean, the quote is, <laughs> if intelligent life is likely to destroy themselves, yes. it's not surprising that there is little or no intelligent life elsewhere. The re- researchers state in a paper detailing their theory. <laughs> it's just, I mean, come on. But I'm, I'm happy to run with theories. Yes. But the fact that this has been publicized on various news, art- on news sites around the world based on Superman... Well, that's, me. that's I'm just saying that's part of the foundation that maybe the movie Man of Steel, starring Russell Crowe. Um, <laughs> Speaking of, uh, thanks for listening to Russell. Yeah, about Rusty. Yeah. Uh, 30-odd foot of grunt. Uh, um, long-time listener. <laughs> never been a caller. <laughs> um, was maybe a theoret- theor- I can't even say the word. Theatrical? Your words have been extinctified. <laughs> Correct. A theatrical reenactment of what happens to other alien species. And that's what they're doing is to be able to get the the thought into the into the earthlings of this is what can happen. Progress is bad, okay? 
I'm just saying. You're, no, no, I look, I like you. You were poo pooing it a little bit too easily, I think. I think you jumped on with a nice argument. Probably I holds guess, as much water as their. The I just love it. I mean, they had a certain amount of time to do this, so they're saying, uh, due to the limitations of their time. <laughs> Why? What? They had to what include, was the fucking deadline? <laughs> they had to. Quick, we need to find out what happened to aliens. We got to Monday. <laughs> Had to include variables. Seven years. Had to include variables that couldn't be identified more precisely. <laughs> I, I just. You need to identify things oh, that we don't know. I realise that you researched this, so you're known as a researcher, and I know it's How a study you because aliens? you studied it. But I just don't think it's got a lot of weight. How do you research <laughs> alien civilizations when we've never met one, oh. and there has been. To my knowledge, any concrete evidence of any alien civilizations? There was. Um, where did I see? I did do a little. I did a little screenshot of it. I wonder if. Oh, I there was. The, oh, here we go. That incident in Dubbo. But no, that a, doesn't count. We don't I didn't talk even. About that. I didn't even read the article because, like, oh, oh shit! Come on, once again. Former. <laughs> here we go. Former in Raisley. In Raisley. In Pablo Anglis. In Vupalé Français. We're gonna make him words up. <laughs> Former. Israeli space. <laughs> Hang on, Israeli. Do you Israeli? Want... It's not a hard try. Say Israeli. 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 It'll do. Gal Gandot, former Israeli. Israeli space chief says aliens exist, but humans aren't ready. Okay. So he's saying pretty much that we know he's obviously in the Illuminati. Yes. Of all the the main people, you know, in in high political army. Fucking positions, whatever, whatever, whatever the bloody Illuminati is, secret handshake and everything. Yeah, um, he obviously knows, mm. and lots of other people know, well, but the general population is isn't ready yet. Sure, one would have thought though that if you are one of those people who are in the know, rule one is pretty much Fight Club. <laughs> Fucking don't talk about it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's probably dead now. Oi vey, he is. <laughs> Israeli, Oive, Jewish. It was, sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, you know what, fucking, as long as he can sort his shit out on the Gaza Strip, he probably shouldn't be talking about aliens. Apparently he was in charge of the Israeli security space program for nearly 30 years. <laughs> I really haven't heard a lot about the Israeli space program. I haven't heard a lot either. I mean, all of, what do they shoot skyrockets up and go, ooh, it's in space. <laughs> And then the Palestines think that the fuck is starting a oh, war. Oh, and then shit gets, gets real. real. <sighs> Next thing you know, we're talking about Gaza, and I mean, it's just <laughs> exactly. It's like it was a skyrocket in flight. <laughs> Afternoon delight. <laughs> so sure, it was a skyrocket. <laughs> um, I look. I'm just. I'm a bit flummoxed. But if I tell you what, if you can get a job that pays you cash money. To come up with a hypothesis on why we haven't met an alien Something that race, there's no factual information. Bupkis. Mm. And then you come up with Man of Steel <laughs> <laughs> effectively as your reason why we haven't met aliens yet. Well played. Like, yeah, just, no. You <laughs> are winning. <laughs> and the thing is, too, these couple of guys. Yep. I'm assuming guys, sorry that. These couple of researchers. Yeah, they've got their um, doctorate most probably. Yeah, in something. They've probably gone, this is amazing. No one's picked up on the Superman thing. Because no one's seen yeah. and then, Man of Steel. And then they listen to this podcast. Yep. 
Imagine how downtrodden they're going to feel. It's like really, all the people of intelligence, yes. like NASA, NASA didn't NASA. They pick up NASA. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other NASA. It's the B side, and that's what the, they're the, not so clever there. Yeah, they're not so clever. <laughs> what is it? Um, National Aeronautical Space Agency. Maybe. <laughs> No one's calling me. So for now it's a national over-researched <laughs> over-researched space agency. Um, but they're like, you know, no one's known. And these two podcasters <laughs> in Tasmania, Australia, rolling it for ruining it for just everyone. Gone bang! <laughs> I tell you what, if we aren't on news sites everywhere, it's seen in a couple of weeks' time. You know, no fake news here. No fake. News. No, not here. <laughs> we're we're busting things wide open. <laughs> we're like code breakers or something. We are incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, said no one. People ever. listen to us for breaking news, <laughs> breaking <laughs> facts, and brand new words. <laughs> the dictionary. The guys behind the dictionary that write the dictionary every year Going listen to, to our the show. What the fuck are you doing? So, fuck, we're going to put another word in. <laughs> it's, it's those, va- those, letters, those letters don't even go together <laughs> in any language. <laughs> Not that many vowels. <laughs> I disallow the vow. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Just be <And> constant. <laughs> oh, oh, oh hello. What you say? Yeah, that's good. It so will. yeah, look, I actually um, I just I saw that, but oh, come on, guys. Well, you know, like, but they've got a pay packet for it. Winning. So, done well. I'd anyway. love to read the study, though. I'd love to. I'd love to <laughs> read because normally a study will it'll point to certain things with that, whether it be quotes. Yeah. Whether it be um, certain books and so forth, certain chapters, whatever else it is, there'll be certain things, little particles you pull out of that yes. to make up your um, research, yeah. essentially your paper. Well, exactly. And I'd love to know what those things are. I just can't imagine how, because generally you would like at least one fact in a research paper mm-hmm. that is giving you a hypothesis or a theory on something else. But that's... That's like saying you understand theoretical maths. <laughs> I understand making up numbers. <laughs> like, I understand theoretical physics, where people talk about physics, which is the real bit, and then yep. they talk about the theory of the real bit and how that can interact. Now, they may not know all the pieces, but from something they know, they can They're come, still using a real thing. Yeah, hmm. at least a little bit. Yeah. Alien civilizations. Yeah. So that's they, why. They extinctified themselves. So there's always, um, I'll tell you what, imagine next year. Yes, next, right, next year. 2021. Celebrity alien Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Which alien race has extinctified themselves exactly. in 2021? And, and you can make up your own civilizations because we can't prove it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And you need to give us a backstory on how they extinctified. <laughs> and just warning you. And it you, can't be the Superman one. I have seen Man of Steel starring Russell Crowe. <laughs> and I've seen most of the other Superman or superhero movies. Exactly. I've seen so, all the Ke- um, Keanu Reeves. No, Christopher Reeves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves as Superman. I couldn't imagine Christopher Reeves as John Wick in a wheelchair. <laughs> I was just, I was imagining like Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves. Oh, point break. Point break. <laughs> Johnny Utah, I mean, Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and I've seen also um, all the Tom Cruise movies. There's mm. a lot of disaster ones in there too. Yeah, I've seen all the the nineties movies that are about disasters. <laughs> Troy's so seen every all movie. Done. Every movie in the nineties, yes. Troy has seen all of them. Speaking of movies, yes. When you come in before, I was watching Air America. Oh, is that what we're calling got, it? <laughs> which has got Mel Gibson. Yes. Complete segue to, I don't think it's made me think of it. Mel Gibson and Rob Downey Jr. Yes. Now, I am going to warn everyone, oh, there might be a spoiler. Spoilers. For oh, a movie no. that could be 25 Actually, years old. Actually, I'm not going to put a spoiler in there. You know what? Because I wouldn't spoil it for people. I wouldn't do that. You know, do yourself a favor. Watch it. It's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, but mm. one thing I've realized is I'm going to put it out there that I think... Mel Gibson mm. is the most authentic, natural character actor that Australia's put out there in the Hollywood hemisphere. Fuck. When I watch his movies, like I've watched that, you know, your Lethal Weapons, your Mad Maxes, all the rest. Mm. It just feels like it's him. Mm. Like, you know, some actors, they'll play different parts and they've got to change things up and all the rest. But I watch Mel Gibson and it's just like he's meant to be there. Are you saying... Chris Hemsworth as Fat Thor is not his natural state of being. Chris Hemsworth is amazing. Yes. Give him another 10 films, though. We'll kind of just see where he's at. As Fat... Not just only, as, not as Fat, fat Thor, Thor. As just other roles. Oh, not Thor. Not roles on Thor. Okay. Other roles in other movies as different characters. Not Thor. Not Thor. Right. Oh. No. I don't I know just, whether or not he does I not think- Thor. <laughs> No, he's done a few other bits and pieces. He was in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He was, uh, and he was funny in that. I must admit, as Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Um, and he was in. I can't remember. It was a movie on Netflix not long ago where he, went, he was in a war torn country and oh, all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite good, but it wasn't astronomically great. But it was okay. Um, but I just I watched this. I mean, this movie is late eighties, early nineties, maybe mm. probably early nineties. And even now, I watch it and think, you are just natural. Mm. It's just, he's so natural. It's just utterly ridiculous. And even his later films now, you watch him in, he still has that same energy about him. Didn't you watch another Mel Gibson film recently? I saw you post on the book. Oh. Or was it not Mel Gibson? I don't know. There's been a bit of Mel stuff that I've watched over the years. Where they had to go from one space... There was a. This is uh, that moment when people realise you guys don't script anything, do you? Really <laughs> fucking. You don't even talk before you get there. No, there's a there's a thing in space, and something's happened to the Earth, and that spaceship can't come back down, and they need to get a message to them. No, that wasn't the one that I posted last night, was it? Oh, that was okay, George man. Clooney. That's what it was, George Clooney. Yeah, okay. There you go. I'm mixing up my George Clooney's you and Mel Gibson's. Look, typical Sorry. age area though. Like that'd be a similar a age, beard. I would think. Yeah, so um, for those who haven't seen um, oh, Midnight Sky, I think it's called, on mm-hmm. Netflix, um, yeah, watch another movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Wasn't terrible. Acting was great. Um, Just watch another movie. Cinematology was great. Cinematology? Even the, uh, even the <laughs> cinematology. Cinematography. And Pablo Onglis. We can't talk tonight. What's going on there? I don't know. The score was even great. Like, it was a... It was really well done. Oh, but it that's just... a harsh thing to say about a movie. Gee, I like the score. <laughs> <laughs> the cinematography was excellent. But, oh, um, dear me. It just, it just didn't go to the place I wanted to go. Like, it didn't give me any kind of reward. I felt very lackluster and very lost at the end of it. Like, it's really, that was my two hours. That's like... And I like Clooney. Oh, I think he's a great actor. He's had wrong. some great roles. But 
I've effectively introduced, like, as teenagers, my new girlfriend, and you've gone, gee, she's got a nice personality. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's effectively what you've just done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um that that is actually exactly what just happened. Yep. And even the little payoff part, the um like the, the moment where you go I'm not gonna say what it is, but the moment where you go, mm. oh, oh wow. Like picked up on it way early. No, oh, okay. So even that wasn't like I didn't get that moment. Fair enough. And maybe if I don't know, maybe if I was on Facebook for most of the movie and didn't pick up on it and then saw that and went, Wow. Yep. Maybe I might have been impressed with him. It was an M night Shyamalan movie without the Shyamalan. <sighs> Was just a bit of a night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't fantastic. <laughs> nice personality. Nice. Yeah. The, the, the movie had a nice personality. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd show it to or introduce Kind it. to animals. You'd introduce it to your mother. Whoa. You know? Or your gran. I, I, you'd, yeah, I'd introduce it to my gran. There you go. I right, and gran to get a little bit um, moist over George. <laughs> oh. Mm. Excellent. Thanks for that. <laughs> No worries at all. <laughs> I really appreciate that. How's your day going? <laughs> it's going good. Now, I had something for you. I um, We're talking about films. Okay. Or films. 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 And as we know, we live in With a- Cinematography. Cinematography and <laughs> all that. Now, we have, we're, we're currently in the era of streaming. Mm. Now, you and I- have bonded many, many, many hours about going down to the local um, video store Yep, in Penguin when we were in our youth and going through the new releases and you get two new releases and five weeklies for 12 bucks or whatever yep. it was. I'm uh, just going to pause you there quickly. Um, if you're at the age where you don't know what a video store is, um, Google it. If you're not mm. going to Google it, fuck off to another podcast. Exactly. And you're not you the kind of people we want here. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. If that, that's your line in the sand, is it? Yep, okay. If you don't know what a video store is, fuck <laughs> off. Extinctify yourself. <laughs> Extinctify yourself. <laughs> um, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. There was a bit of a, it was a bit of uh, trepidation <laughs> and joy oh. when you went to a video store because it really was a bit of a box of chocolates because we didn't have the internet where we could watch the trailer. You no. might have seen a trailer maybe at the cinema. You might have read something about it, maybe in a, in a magazine. And there there were trailers at the start of some tapes, so exactly. And you, and you could also get a trailer tape. You could, and well, we knew the the guy who owned the video store it was uh, Wayne Wayne quite yes. well, and Wayne would give us a video that the video stores would have, yes, which is mm. coming soon. Yep, which was given to all video stores of how many of these do you want to to purchase, or how many do you want to buy, so that you can rent them out. Yeah. Um, which is great. But the thing is, we couldn't really see. So you'd kind of be a little bit nervous of, is this movie going to be a winner or is it going to be a loser or whatever? But fuck, we'll rent it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we a- also went getting all these reviews. You're reading the back of a video cover, which gave him maybe a, words. a dozen lines. Yeah, yeah like max, 100 words yeah. to dust cover it of what you're going to get. Yep. Has it got Mel Gibson in it? Yep, great, I'm in. Done. Or has it got Mel Gibson in it? Fuck, I'm out of here. Like, you know, <laughs> depending on which side of the fence you sit on. Like the Tom Cruise paradox. Exactly. Hmm. Now, there was a, a massive chain of video stores worldwide. You're going to say Blockbuster? I am. What do you think happened to Blockbuster? Oh, they're not there anymore. No, but do you think they're still relevant? Do you still think they've got a brand out there in the market and still trying to, you know, duck and weave and make a living? 
I wouldn't have thought so. I would have no. thought they would have been gone. I would have thought they would have been a nice little memory remnant mm. for most people. I mean, even with us here, I don't think we had Blockbuster in Australia. Yeah, we memory. did. did we? in Victoria. Okay, we didn't have it here in Taz, but then no. what do we have in Taz? No, but they um, were also, the ones we had in Taz, most of those were your local video store. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but we all knew about it because it was very much a, um, a pop culture scenario of America. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Starbucks. Yeah, sort so of you would watch movies, and in those movies would be blockbuster stores. Yeah, they'd reference yeah. the blockbuster. So I was in the shops the other day, and I'm strolling along the aisles, and look what I saw. What did you? A video cassette. Blockbuster party game. Which has the blockbuster logo. It's the same shape and size as a video VHS cassette tape. Okay. Blockbuster, the party game. Bring home the entertainment. It's a blockbuster branded movie trivia game. Really? (laughs) That's really still trying to fucking hang on, blockbuster. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm telling you. That ship has sailed. I reckon what's happened... It actually looks pretty cool, though. It did, you see? It just does. I think what's happened is I think Blockbuster has gone down the toilet and the only thing they've got left is the brand. Probably. That's probably worth fuck all. But people remember it. But people remember Good it. branding lasts forever. Exactly. And I reckon some enterprising young Daryl in his garage somewhere <laughs> has gone, I'll buy that brand. <laughs> And so I reckon he's picked up the brand of Blockbuster for Thrippence Hapney. And he's gone, right, I've got this movie trivia game <laughs> and uh, it can either be Daryl's movie trivia game or Blockbuster's yeah, movie trivia game. Which becomes clever. And you know what? Made me stop. Mm. So I'm just thinking, I would just love to get in t- contact with the Daryl that came up with that because <laughs> I think that's fucking genius. It's like, um, I think it was in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Her first solo movie. There's only been one so far, but she's been yes. in a couple of the other Avengers movies. Yes. Um, where she actually crashes into a blockbuster store. Yes. And the reason why they did, what, did that was to the, say, the, okay, we want to show that this movie's in the 90s. Exactly. So if we show the blockbuster store straight away, people know, okay, that's that area, that, that's that region. That time stamps yep. it without question. Mm. <laughs> so, so there you go. Yeah. Speaking of brands, mm. it's perfectly segued me to another wonderful thing that I found. Oh, look at you. I, I feel like I'm just, it's like I'm coming into the new year as a new me. You know, I'm, I'm segueing beautifully. I'm becoming more professional in what I'm doing. I'm Hang saying on. words incorrectly. It's perfect. Are you saying you're transitioning into 2021? <laughs> Is there an announcement here that I need to be aware of? No, it's definitely not that. Are we the South Road them? I tell you what, I'm, I'm only really half a man, but I'm no woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's just, that's never going to work. All right, fair enough. Carry on. Oh, and all the women out there have gone, thank God. Oh, yeah. It'd exactly. embarrass all of us. Exactly. <laughs> no one needs that. Especially with that beard. <laughs> KFC. KF bangers. Have you heard about the new KFC news? No. Are they starting their own news site? No, but I tell you what, they've been across the news lately. Have they? They, um, they set the internet alight. Did they now? Okay. They did. Um, because what they did is they brought out, they had this, I think it was a video mm-hmm. where they were advertising a KFC gaming console, right? Right. Which would heat your chicken for you. <laughs> Which would heat your chicken. So, so hang on. You plug the gaming console into your bucket. No. Oh, okay. You plug the gaming console in, and when you've got your chicken, of course you're playing, put the chicken in the console, keeps it warm for you. 
So when you want to eat the chicken, it's there ready to go. It's it's a gaming oven. <laughs> and of course, the KFC, it's the KFC on sale was in KF console. console. Oh, using I the like bra- it. using well, the branding, spectacular. I like it. Like and I must that. admit, I looked at it and thought, <laughs> "Oh, you guys are hilarious. You are so good." Finger licking. And of course, good. everyone's going, "Oh my god, wouldn't that be so cool? That'd be brilliant." It's fucking real. Oh, look. They're actually bringing out an actual gaming console. A KFC oven to console. To go up to or up against the PlayStation and Xbox. No way they a think proper, it's going to compete. A proper console. Everyone thought it was just a bit of funny marketing. And no. well played. Um, in, the history of ga- thing, in the history of gaming, yes. there has never been a cutting-edge console that can also <laughs> keep your fried chicken crispy and warm <laughs> until now. Until today. So, after weeks of promises, Kentucky weeks. Fried Chicken have made good by delivering the first look at their KFC console. Fans of the slightly skewed fast food marketing content mm. over at KFC Gaming KFC Gaming <laughs> thought that it was a well-crafted joke right up until last night, and when, this was a few days ago, when the gaming rig slash chicken warmer was the revealed. Um, some might be sceptical, rightly so. However, the fact that the cooler master... Um, that whoever must make their things, all the design specs are now online, mm. and it lines up with Xbox with, with and what they're saying. Is saying this shit is actually real, like, and it's not just eight bit. Like, it's not one of those. It's not like one of those ones where you can get, like, the one that you bought the other day. Yep, which is just the old games. And it's all just the, rest the old it. games. It's a thousand games on there, and you can, and very little memory. The latest titles in four K, two hundred and forty frames per second. Fuck! Please tell me. Please tell me. Look, trademark South Road Boys in conjunction with KFC. Finger licking good. Can All I right. say? Are oh, you going to show me a picture, gra- picture of it. Oh, shit, son. It looks like a cross between a, an oven, a gaming console, and Darth Vader. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Please tell me, KFC, the first game that you, an original title. An original title? Oh, okay. Not hot and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> an original. Well, fuck, there's a, there's a marketing. You've got two levels of gaming. You've got original and hot and spicy for the adult content, for the young kids, general, right? Okay. Instead of playing Frogger, it's like chicken crossing the road. The KFC <laughs> chicken crossing the road. Chicken run. Chicken run. There yep. you go. There you go. But they're actually saying the, um, the, uh, the patented chicken chamber utilizes chicken the chamber. system's natural heat and airflow system so you can now focus on your gameplay and eat hot, crispy chicken. Between rounds. I'm just thinking, you're going to have to... There's going to be some greasy controllers. Yeah. <laughs> there's no disc, so it's just going to be obviously online, very similar to how Xbox and that are starting to go now. Oh, they're not even accepting hard media? No, it won't be hard media. It won't be an actual product. It's just going to be. But, but um, jump on. The, there's, um, there's YouTube um, videos of it and everything. So the KFC console, or KFC Onsole. KFC Onsole. Yeah, How do you feel about not having hard media anymore? Um, I look. I don't think it's great. So I love physical product, mm. um, and I also love the fact that I've got this. It's mine. Yes. I can put the disc in. I own it. Bang done. Um, the only thing that annoys me though, with the way that it works, I can't load that game just onto my Xbox and leave the disc aside. So every time I play that game, I've got to put the disc in. Whereas okay. the stuff that I download off the Xbox site, yes. I can just play it straight away. It's on the hard drive. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. So that, that's the one annoying part with it. But if the internet goes out, if you've got the hard media, 
you can still play. Exactly. Um, the other disadvantage that I think by going online mm. is you lose the competitive properties of stores, but to maybe do better pricing, et cetera, et cetera. Well, yeah, you basically because get rid of your EB games. Microsoft basically just own it. Microsoft Store. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Everything's there. Um, so all your EB games, all your JB Hi-Fi's, all your Harvey Normans and all the other groups that actually stock this, um, they will basically day down the tubes. That'll be it. Well, I mean, your Harvey's and all that kind of stuff. Will the Harvey's kind of, are different. So. They'll get away with it because they sell predominantly not just the games. They sell the consoles, the TVs, the cables, everything else that goes around it. Yeah. But if you look at an EB games, all they're really selling other than games is the console. Yeah. They're branched out a bit now. They well, they're going to have to. Pop culture thing like um, like a lot of the statues I've got, figurines, yeah. that's maybe games. So they do shirts and they do mugs and Monopoly games and blah, blah, blah and all that kind of they're stuff. They're basically but, the old record store. Yeah. That did band T-shirts and Pretty much. But a big part of their market and, is games. And, and if you're not home. buying them from them, is it going to be worth yeah. their while? Um, it's a little bit different with games compared to, say, movies because the difference with movies is so we've got streaming, mm. which is great. Yes. But the thing is, um, not every single movie that's been released is on streaming. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, I mean, works out you've got Netflix and you've got Stan and you've got Amazon Prime and you've got Disney Plus. HBO and, and Disney, whatever it is. Yep. But there is a situation where if they don't want to actually put a movie on, then that movie's pretty much gone forever. Mm. But if I've got that movie on DVD even, not yes. even the high end, um, even some people that slave VHS, like mm. there's some people that actually slave VHS tapes of movies and have a, a high quality player that they look after yep. because that movie's never been available on disc. They never got converted to digital. Yeah. So the only way they'll have that movie, one of their favorite movies from their childhood is yes. because they've got that hard copy. Well, I went into a secondhand store where it actually had a DVD collection, like a DVD section. Yep. And it said DVDs are going to be like vinyl records. Yeah, I agree. Because people are going to want to watch all these movies that may never be put onto a streaming service. Yeah. Because, and the reason why it won't be is because no one owns the rights who's going to be bothered doing it. Mm. So someone might, like, you know, Universal might own the rights to 20 million movies. And they go, you know what? We're only going to put 5 million of them up. Yeah. Because the other 15, fuck, no one watched them when we made it hard. Yeah, so why like are we going to invest money into doing that now? And then store it and mm. let people stream it once every three years. Fuck that. We'll just Pretty own much. the rights to it so no one else can touch it. Yep. And never show it. You bastard. And the same could be said about music too. Yeah, true. I mean, there could be a situation where I've got an album from, say, Led Zeppelin. Mm. There might be something, a rights issue down the track mm. where Spotify and Apple Music and whatever else can't put that on streaming. Yes. And that's it. You can't buy physical music anymore, so now that's gone. Gone forever. Oh, because there's a little legality behind the scenes. It goes, you know what? We can't have that on there anymore. Sorry. Mother trucker. Can't listen to that now. Because yeah. someone's grandmother said that there was a different person that apparently wrote the three words in that song. And now that there's stuff going through the lawyers and sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I don't even think there's a sorry. Just fuck off. Fuck off. Listen to this instead. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. So hard copy, it has, a, it has a place. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's no different to books. You know, I mean, yes, you. I mean, I love it actually having a book anyway. Mm. Um, but there is a case to be said that down the track on all the um, Kindles and all the rest of it, that if they don't want to put a book on there, they don't have to. And yeah. if no one else has got it, well, then that book's gone. Yeah, but do you think, because you probably read a bit more than I do, not as much as I used to, but I, I'm trying to get back into the. But do you reckon the, the reading, reading community still 
have migrated to the electronic form, or do you think there's there's still more of the the old school purists out there who go nothing better than the smell of a fresh book? And there I is. want the physical. There tangible. is a, a place for the Kindles and everything else of the world, and they're getting used. Yes, um, but I believe it has swayed back. Mm. Like the physical book has actually gained a bit of ground again. Yeah. So for what reason I don't know. Mm. Um, like they haven't gone down in price or anything, so it's not like that's an issue. No. Um, but I know my mum's got a Kindle, and when they normally travel, mm. um, she takes that because she loves to read and doesn't want to carry 20 books with her. My mum's the same. She's mm. got five books on the go at any one yeah. time, and she just picks up the Kindle, and which one's she reading? Yeah. All right, I'll read So that that's one. perfect. That's that's exactly why it was invented in mm. my mind, Yeah, because it made life easier to get the art you want um, easily accessible. Yeah, and she's not lugging around five books. Yeah. Because those Mills and Boons, they weigh a ton. <laughs> Don't ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, take them around the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> from house to house. And a thesaurus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so, but, mm, yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting one. Hmm. Uh, we are certainly going towards a world where physical products are becoming less. And there's good reasons for that. Far less waste, for instance. Yes. You know, so, I mean, it's easier to actually get it out to the masses. Hmm. It's more easily accessible for people. Like I listen to more albums and different bands and that now than I ever have before because I can jump on Spotify. I look at the new releases every week and I'll listen to an album if I like it. Yep. I'll save it and listen to it more. But I'll just skip through. If I don't like it, I'll just palm it away. Yeah. But I wouldn't have paid, say, $30 for an album of someone I didn't know in the past just in case I might be all right. Yeah, but I suppose though, like, because so. I, I, um, like I had an Xbox Gold membership uh, and I'd had that for a couple of years and you get discounts off games and then yep. they also kicked in one or two free I think it was games. Two games a month. Two games a month for free. Mm. For free whilst you still maintain your subscription. Yes. So I wasn't utilizing it enough. I just wasn't. I wasn't mm. buying enough games. It just it was, I don't know, 150 bucks a year or Money something like that. And I just went, eh. And then all these games just disappeared. So all these games that I'd been given as a, I suppose, a loyalty reward. Mm-hmm. Um, I then realised were only rentals. Yeah, they weren't actually. Uh, yes, you may have this. Yep. Um, and I went, oh, that sucks. And then I went, but that's just the way they. It does keep give you, you attached the, um, to their product. It gives you now. Um, I've noticed, and I, I was probably always there, hmm. but it'll now give you a um, basically download for free as this. Yes. Or a really low discounted price to buy it if you wish. Right. So it yep. does give you that option. Uh, and uh, it's at a great price, but yep. you've still got to pay for it. Yeah, which is fair mm-hmm. enough because someone's yep. made that game and someone's storing it and they still want to make some money out of it. And, yeah, and obviously yeah. The, they've signed a contract with Microsoft or PlayStation or whoever yeah. to say, we're going to have this as a free giveaway, so we're going we're gonna to kick you this by yeah. having this as a freebie. Exactly. So they wouldn't just give it away. They would get compensation for it somewhere. Exactly. And I'm not worrying because I mm. get that that's a way to keep you as a loyalty customer. Because yep. if you end up having a bank of 50 games or 100 games with console Xbox, you're less likely to move away to PlayStation because not only mm-hmm. do you then have to change your console, but you lose all those free games or yeah. long PlayStation have lent- a very similar thing, I believe. Oh, I'm sure they do. Mm. It's all about... Keeping you with their brand. Hmm. Now, Mr. Barnes, I have been remiss oh. in uh, a sentimental happy birthday. Oh. That I must send oh. out. 
Is this one that's passed? It is passed. Not passed as in dead. No. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just checking. No. Well, okay. Haven't extinctified themselves. No. So right. uh, Christmas Day, 1980. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Little red-headed boy. Right. That you and I both know. Woke up bleary-eyed. Oh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. And I happen to be in Scotland. And there, sitting at the end of my bed, was my Christmas present. And that Christmas present was a teddy bear okay. that I called Scotty. Jesus Christ, that is horrid. And Scotty turned 40 <laughs> on Christmas Day. You're wishing your teddy bear a Merry Christmas. My children still sleep with Scotty. <laughs> He's 40 years old. Really? True story. I mean, look, he looks a bit mank. <laughs> Not only that... <laughs> Uh, let's How see. many parents will let their young kids sleep, sleep with, with a 40 year old man? <laughs> bear, bear. Whatever he wants to be known as is fine. <laughs> but he, oh, he looks like he's been through a bit. Well, he has lost an eye and he's got a replacement. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, so happy birthday, Scotty, for uh-huh. Christmas Day. Good um, name, too. It was a genius because in yep. Scotland, yeah. So there you go, 40 years old. You're wishing you bear. Oh, but I can't believe how... <laughs> a belated happy birthday. Oh, a bear-lated? A bear-lated yeah. birthday. Thank you, thank you. But there you go. Oh, that is random. Isn't it just... Mm. But I took a photo to show you. you did? No, I appreciate the effort. I, I know. Um. Speaking of a ghost of Christmas past, oh. look at this. Oh, my God. I'm just segueing like a motherfucking <laughs> champion. I have a ghost story. Excellent. Not what you would expect, though. Were you just walking behind someone really closely? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that got mentioned the other day, uh, something about ghosting. Mm. So who did that? I said, oh, that would be Hamish and Andy. Um, shout out to Hamish and Andy. I'm certainly listening. <laughs> Big ups. Um, yeah. Um, but there was a story that came out last week. Mm-hmm. About ghost camping. Ghost Do you know about ghost camping? Camping? Yeah. Camping with ghosts? No. It's when people will go, think, okay, I want to get this spot, so I'm going to go and set my tent up two weeks before I go there and oh. take the spot. Or I'm going to go and park my caravan there a few weeks before we go. Reserving. So that when I get there, my spot's taken. So the Barnes Grotto in yes. Beachford? Yep. Your family have been going there for centuries. We, yeah, well, we did. You did go there for centuries, yep. and and you're going right. I want to go up on Boxing Day. Yep. So, December fifteenth, I've got the weekend free. I'm going to take the caravan, park it at the grotto, and then I'm going to go back to my regular life. Yep, just leave it there. And then Boxing Day rolls around. I'm going to rock up. Every man and his fucking dog's going to be at Beachford. Going, we wish we were at the Barnes Grotto. There's a caravan already there. Yeah. So this has been a thing that apparently has escalated a bit lately. Because you're reserving a, a free area. A free area. And there's nothing wrong with it. No. There's nothing no, wrong. There's, well, In there's, most cases, I believe you've got 28 days until someone can move something that's... Abandoned. Abandoned or derelict or whatever you want to call it. Yes. Um, so there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Hmm. But the call has been put out, is it un-Australian to go a few weeks earlier and... and Get a spot. Reserve your spot. When you're not there, when someone mm. else could actually go a week later and only be there for a week. And be gone by the time you And be gone you got by back. the time you even start your holiday. Yes. 
Is it actually un-Australian? Mm. What do you reckon, Jay? Fuck. No, first in, first serve. I was torn on this one because I'm like, oh, you, you've been a bit of an arsehole. But then it's like oh, a little bit clever too. Yeah. It's smart. But so my thinking is, and this this is where my thinking comes into it, right? Okay. Is come and, someone goes and sets up a tent. Now, this happened Australia Day, I'll say last year, because this will be released in 2021. Oh, Australia Day last year. So yes. nearly a year ago. Yes. We were at Beachford again. At the grotto. Um, we turned up, so my sister and a couple of her friends were there, and we were yeah, we, part, we were in the grotto. Yes. Where the Barneses used to go many, many years ago. Yes. Um, I feel like there should have been some like, memory music kicking <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> Sorry, all I can... There was a tent set up there. In, in that, the grotto? In that area. Okay. Um, so we set up kind of next to it and took up an area, so obviously not blocking in or anything. Because we're like, okay, someone's obviously there. Yes. Um, we were there for, what, three days? Mm. Didn't see anyone at all. I remember joking at the time, thinking, sure, we should check the tent. There could be someone dead in the tent. Well, that's a valid point. <laughs> but we didn't see anyone for that whole weekend. Mm. We were there. And obviously that's what they'd done. They ghost camped. Mm-hmm. So they come and set up their tent. So okay, I want that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they apparently turned up, but it'd still be there to go. Now, my thinking is... You do risk it getting nicked. Well, yeah, if, I, if I've turned up um, and there's a tent there mm-hmm. and there's no one around, there's nothing. It's a, but assumingly park, an empty tent. But you park next to it because you don't know whether or not that person's coming back later on that exactly night. Exactly right. And the next day, there's still no one there. You give it another night. You give it no, no one there. Um, then... If that tent disappears, maybe it ends up in the bushes and someone turns up and or says, the where the fuck's my tent? I'm like, "What tent? sorry, dude, I didn't see a tent. What do you mean? They can't do anything about it. So you're actually opening up the the situation where someone could actually trash your tent mm. and they would have no repercussions whatsoever because I'm sorry, man, I didn't see a tent. It wasn't even when I got here. When did you put it up? No, true. Okay, but... And would that be un-Australian? Well, yes, because you're committing a crime. Eh, not if now. If a tree falls in the forest, is anyone there? And there's no one there to hear it. Still it falls. Noise? Still <laughs> fucking falls, mate. Because then you're still committing a crime. Are you though? Well, I don't know whether or not. It's, I don't know. I don't. Or, maybe a misdemeanour. I think. I don't or, think. I think you're going to do a stretch for doing it. Or is it, it just movement of the earth? Movement of the earth. I think probably what would. Bring you unstuck, because this is the the shifty in me coming out now. <laughs> if I was going to ghost camp somewhere, yep, I would get one of those little solar cameras, hunting solar cameras, <laughs> and position it ten meters away, facing my ghosted campsite. People rock up every time they do. He takes a photo. Blah blah blah. And you could work out pretty fucking quickly what had happened to it. But then what's your recourse? Exactly. Someone's touched your stuff. Yeah. It's no different whether or not you rock up and someone's ghost camping or someone's actually there and it's just gone for the day mm. and you move their shit because you want that spot. Yep. There's if no you, difference. If you if you go to the beach mm. and there's a towel set up mm. and you, that's, you guys want that bit of room... Mm. And then you're there for a few hours and no one's turned up. Until, I'm moving the towel. Are you? I'm moving the towel. Just the, rolling it up and just flinging and it? Just sit it somewhere else. I, know I wouldn't throw it away, but I'd just move it. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, mate, I don't know what happened to it. So there's a towel over there. Not my problem. Not your problem. Not my problem. So, but hang on. Why does not being in the tent give it any more and or less 
authority to be there. It's just if I want to store my tent at this location. It's a bit of a, <laughs> to use a word, it's a bit of a cunty move, though, isn't it? <laughs> is it now? It really is. Because you might be going early and setting up at a prime position. Which is probably which, the reason why and you're pro- doing And it, it could be just one tent, which yes. then prevents, say, three caravans from going as a group in that area. It's a big fucking tent. So, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> is, it, is it some because sort of norm- yurt? <laughs> because normally you won't like set up right next to someone else's campsite or their tent. That's just rude. So you'll give them a lot of space. Right. But you don't have much space to give them either because you don't know if they've got two cars. We don't know. There's right. just a little tent there. So you give it a bit of room. Mm. Um, and if they don't turn up and you've been there for, say, four days camping and when you go, you realise that little tent is completely screwed up what could have been a great little camping spot, mm. then if someone burns that tent down, I mean, <laughs> and there's no hunting camera with infrared to see it happen. I don't know. I asked this question of someone else. Mm. And they said, if if that was the case, I'd just reverse my car and park on it. And if someone come along and say, mate, didn't see you there. Soz. And my reply to that was, what if there's someone in the tent? Exactly. <laughs> I think, look, I think your first call of action is check the tent. Yep. Is there someone in there? If the answer is no, and someone is ghost camping, there's probably not going to be anything else in there either. You wouldn't think so. So if there is an empty tent, you could move it. Hmm. As long as you can see. See, my swag, for instance, I bought a couple of little um, combination padlocks. Right. To put on my swag. So that way, if I go for a swim, for instance, yes. or I have to go into town and grab some more ice. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm on the ice. I'm on the ice. <laughs> I love camping. Fucking <laughs> I love camping. <laughs> um, that means at least if I've got, say, my bag of clothes or whatever else in there, mm. no one can be a bit of a dick and come along and look in there and say, ah. Oh, Go through his stuff. No, they have to take the whole yeah. tent. So that's a little bit different. They have to take the whole tent. Yeah. Because it's only pegged down. Yeah. So if anyone sees a um, <laughs> a uh, King Daddy Deluxe swag out there and there's no one in it, please don't reverse it. <laughs> please don't reverse it. <laughs> but you know what? I uh, the, the other thing that you could do, here's my suggestion, roadies. If you're out there and you've gone to the Barnes Grotto and you see a single swag, mm-hmm. <laughs> ghost camping, and you've checked inside, there's no one there. Yep. And there's nothing in there, and you know that you're pretty certain someone has ghost camped. Yep. Move it. Don't screw it up and throw it away. Just move it. Lift the pegs up. To wherever you want. Move it. Move it, set it up, make it sure it's all tickety-boo. You camp where you want. And someone rocks up and goes, um, who moved my tent? No one, mate. We rocked up. The tent was set up, just like it still is. Yeah, we've left it there. We didn't touch it. We were a bit concerned. We checked and saw that no one was in it, so no one was hurt, and we just left it. Yep. They've got no recourse. No. Um, In saying that, to finish off this wonderful episode, (laughs) which has covered so many things, uh, if it was a caravan, though, I wouldn't tell it away. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You're something like out of a National Lampoon's vacation. (laughs) Imagine that you're going to tell it away and the wheel falls off. It's like, fuck. (laughs) What are we going to do now? And then it buckles on your toe ball and you can't get it off. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, roadies, we will see you uh, in next year. Uh, you'll hear from us next year. Next week, you will have another special edition of the South Road Boys. We are not going to be together. We will be apart. Mm-hmm. So you will get a, uh, a very erotic 
Right, and, erotic and, reading and this roulette. one has a bit of a language warning too. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a few bombs in that one. We've gone... But it is pretty funny. And this one is erotic. Oh, yeah, I'd bring a towel. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was an age limit on this one. Yes. Bring a towel. Bring some, uh, some moist towelettes. Yeah, and probably... <laughs> Listen alone or with someone you're very close with. <laughs> it's not that sexy, though, let's be honest. Oh, it's not sexy. It's just awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't listen up with your mum. No. And on that, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. Happy New Year!